Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset Podcast. I am super excited to cover this topic today, and that is the topic of fitness myths, lies, and deceptions. And look, if you're listening and you're thinking, well, that's great, happy for you, Heather, but I am not somebody who works out regularly, please, please continue to listen because if you are a person with a body, then you have the ability to move. And that's all working out is, right? It's, it's movement and movement can benefit all of us. We are meant to move. We are not meant to sit and lay. We are not meant to only walk around. We are meant to pick up things. We are meant to carry things. We are meant to use our bodies and let them express their full, fluid, huge, vast ways that they can move. So all that to say, this episode is for everybody. And like we say at my gym at New York Sport and Fitness, if you are a person, if you have a body, and if you want to be an athlete, then guess what? You are an athlete because as soon as you start, you are. So if feeling better in your body is on your to-do list, if looking better naked is on your to-do list, if getting stronger is on your to-do list, if feeling healthier, happier, more fulfilled, being able to move through your life more easily is something that is important to you or something that you aspire to, please give me the next 20 minutes because we have something to cover. This first myth is something that I wish we could put to bed for good. And that is the myth, the flat out lie, the complete bullshit, (laughs) that if you lift heavy, if you pursue strength training, you are going to get bulky. That is just not true. If you are listening and you are under the age of probably like 25 to 28, you're listening and you're going, yeah, I know that. I I know better. Our younger generation is embracing heavy lifting in a way that my generation and older simply has not, which is amazing. But also, what are we seeing happen here? We are seeing the resurgence of Pilates. And I want to be really careful. For the record, I am certified in Pilates. I think Pilates is an incredible discipline. I think it is an incredible addition to any fitness training program. There are so many wonderful benefits of Pilates. I have an incredibly strong core and I have very good pelvic floor control because of my experience in Pilates. I don't actively practice it anymore. I haven't in years, but I've taken what I've learned from Pilates and I very much apply it to my lifting. And I want to be just clear, and I'm not shitting on Pilates because again, I think it's wonderful. I think it's amazing. But do you need three hour long sessions on the reformer to give you the benefit of a stronger pelvis floor, pelvic floor and a stronger core? No, you don't. You can do that on the floor, going through a mat series, learning how to properly engage your core, learning where your pelvis is supposed to be placed. And these are things that if you are working with an experienced trainer, they're going to teach you anyway. And so I'm not saying Pilates isn't necessary, but I also am saying Pilates isn't necessary. (laughs) Sorry about that rant. But what I'm saying here, what I'm fearful of is we are 
pushing bullshit into this generation by saying what I see a lot of these TikToks and advertisements for Pilates are saying. They're saying long, lean muscles. And this is where I believe the myth of strength training makes you bulky come from because obviously we have the extreme end, right? We have women who pursue bodybuilding. We have women who get very muscular, women who get very strong. I personally think it's incredible the amount of discipline it takes because let me be clear, adding muscle to your body is very, very hard work even if, and most of these ladies are, you're taking some sort of substance that is allowing you to gain that that sort of muscle because that's what's happening. These ladies that you see on the extreme end of adding size and adding bulk to their bodies, they're taking things. That's not happening naturally. They're not like you're not stumbling into the gym and like picking up a 20-pound dumbbell and just all of a sudden getting shoulders that rival my husband's. That's not what's happening. These ladies are taking anabolic substances that are allowing them to grow. They're taking additional testosterone on top of whatever sort of steroids. Like that's not happening by mistake. But what I'm talking about is the more like let's say in quotation CrossFit type look. Like the ladies who clearly look like they work out, they have a lot of muscle on their body. I understand that that's not everybody's aesthetic, just like every body type, you know, we all have our preferences. I personally, I think it's just really incredible because it shows an extreme amount of discipline, an extreme amount of consistency, and I just have the utmost respect for any athlete that that will show up for themselves in that sort of way. But that being said, you look at those extreme ends, those ladies do not stumble upon that muscle. They work their ass off. They are following very, very specific diets that are abundant have a, a huge amount of protein, a huge amount of carbohydrates to support their growth. And they're in the gym for hours in order to achieve that physique. And so all that to say, if you are like me, which chances are you're not an, you're an elite athlete listening to this. If you're like me, you're somebody who goes to the gym for an hour, three to five times a week. Honey, I hate to tell you, putting on that type of muscle is going to be damn near impossible. It's, it is going to take a lot of work. But what we can do is we can add some muscle to our bodies. We're not going to get that extreme bulk that you see and that so many are fearful of. We're going to add some muscle to our bodies. And that muscle that we are able to add to our bodies from going into a dedicated lifting routine, that is what is going to give you the quote unquote, toned muscles that you are looking for. Not spending hours on a reformer or doing multiple reps like a Tracy Anderson method type workout where you're lifting very, very, very light weights for very, very high reps. Those types of muscles don't come from that. The muscle that you are going for comes from lifting a challenging weight. And and let's talk about that a little too because I never want to push people off from lifting heavy because you may be thinking, well, you know, 20 pounds is a lot for me. That's okay. When I first started strength training, uh, seriously, I was using eight-pound dumbbells, eight-pound dumbbells, and I was being, I was getting incredibly sore from those eight-pound dumbbells. There were some eight-pound dumbbells, or I'm sorry, some exercises like lunges, body weight squats. I just used only my body, and I would be incredibly sore for days while I was mastering those movements. It took me years to get my push first push-up. I spent years to get my first pull-up, my first chin-up. Like all of those things took so much time. And so all that to say, there is 
you know, such a plethora of weights. When I say challenging weight, challenging weight for you might be 20 pounds. And that's amazing. Get it. Like that, that it, do that. That is incredible. Challenging weight for somebody else might be 50 pounds. Again, incredible. Challenging weight for the next person might be 15 pounds. It doesn't matter. When I say lifting heavy, all I am implying is that you are picking up a weight that is challenging your body. That if you are doing a set of, let's say, six repetitions. So, you know, your your trainer has said, okay, I want you to do this for six reps, that you're not doing all six, six reps without a problem. You should be feeling those six reps. You should be getting to that fourth, fifth, and sixth reps feeling like, okay, I don't know how many more I have in me. You're getting close to failure. And I don't want to get too specific here because believe me, there's a whole lot more when it comes to strength training that we just, I can never cover in a podcast. It's just this is things that need to happen via one-on-one interaction. That's why online training is not my jam. If it's all you have available to you, okay. But having an actual trainer person in person with you is the best investment you can make for reasons like this. Because an actual trainer will be able to tell you, yeah, no, you have a lot more in your tank. You, you can push a lot heavier. Or, yeah, that's a great weight for you. You've really picked something that's challenging your body. You're going to see muscle improvement there. You're going to see muscle gain. Or, yeah, you're going, you know, way too heavy. Your form looks like shit. All of those things. And so back to the matter at hand, are you going to get bulky if you lift heavy weights? No. Bulk does not come from strength training. That makes you tight. Muscle takes up less space than fat. Strength training pulls you in. It gives you that lean look that so many of us strive for. What makes you bulky, and I say this apprehensively because it may piss people off, but it's the truth, but what makes you bulky is eating in excess of calories. You don't get bulky at the gym. You get bulky in the kitchen. And again, I'm saying that with nothing but love and respect, but it's the truth. And so the only thing that may be happening is when you start strength training or lifting or doing any sort of exercise in general, yes, you're going to have a metabolic uptick. Your body is going to be slightly hungrier because you are burning more calories. And so if you are going, if you're overshooting the calories that you're burning by a ton, could you potentially gain weight? Yes, absolutely. But if you are, listen to the the episode right before this, If you're paying attention to just eating enough protein, getting in a lot of fiber, you know, trying to go to natural sources for your carbohydrates, is that going to happen? No, it's not going to happen. And you're right back to where you want to be, achieving that toned, muscular, healthy, fit look that you're after. That is the result of strength training. I will never tell anybody not to do movement that they love. Whatever form of movement you love the most is what you should do the most of because right? Honor your body. Honor your body always and forever and ever. Amen. However, strength training, adding muscle to your frame, that is your health. That's your wellness. That's your future. That's your longevity. So I encourage you, do not be fearful of becoming bulky. Be fearful of what happens if you do not prioritize gaining and maintaining muscle mass on your frame. Because I assure you, That is a whole lot scarier than what could happen if you start picking up a heavier dumbbell because picking up a heavier dumbbell will change your life. The weight room transformed me in the most magical, wonderful ways. Give yourself an opportunity to succeed and give yourself an opportunity to fail. 
because that's what strength training will give you. When you are strength training properly, when you are challenging yourself, you're going to fail a lot. And it's really beautiful because it means you're trying and that's how you can gauge getting your progress and getting stronger. And so, you know, I encourage people when you're at the gym, fail as often as you can because it's going to make you more comfortable failing in other areas of your life. And when you're comfortable failing, it means you're comfortable trying, which means success is inevitable. Because you will proceed and you will continue to do. You will take any failure and you'll go, okay, what went wrong there? What wasn't I doing? What wasn't I paying attention of? What do I need to do differently? What do I need to do better? And you apply it and you keep doing it until you have it under your belt. And then once it's in your belt, once you're in that comfort zone, so to speak, guess what? It's time to start failing again. And you just grow and grow from there. There's never a ceiling on failure at the gym. And it is just... I think you can hear my voice. It is the best, most amazing thing you can give for yourself. So do not be fearful of being bulky. Be fearful of what happens if you never allow your body a chance to become strong. The next myth piggybacks right on top of that. And that is the idea that if you want to lose fat, you need to do only cardio. No, that's just not true. If you want to lose fat, you need to pay more attention to what you're eating in the kitchen. (laughs) That is far more important than what your little spin bike tells you at the end of your workout, how many calories you burned. It is just far more important. Am I saying that cardio is not helpful in aiding fat loss? No, not at all. Because doing cardio is burning calories. And at the end of the day, weight loss comes down to one thing, calories in versus calories out. That is always going to be the case. Is there a lot of caveats there? Does the food quality matter? Does your gut health matter? Does your sleep matter? Yeah, absolutely. Those things, having a healthy gut, a healthy microbiome, a very, very healthy sleep schedule, like having those things in order will make how your body processes calories and how your metabolic system works as a whole very much more efficient, right? And so the process of calories in versus calories out to you with a healthy gut, a healthy sleep schedule is going to be kind of a black and white issue versus somebody who's calories in versus calories out, but their gut is a mess. Their microbiome is just trash because of the quality of their diet, because of the types of drinks they're having, because they have regular alcohol consumption, their sleep is trashed, not so much for them. There's going to be a lot lot more going on there. But for both people, at the end of the day, ultimately it comes down to what are you consuming, not over the course of a day, but over the course of weeks, How is your body using those calories and what is left over? That's what it boils down to. But cardio comes in because it can make the gap of your caloric expenditure during the day a little higher, but not nearly as high as the spin bike or the elliptical are telling you. It is just those calorie counts that you see on cardio equipment, they're just not true. If you want to have a more accurate idea of what you're burning during a cardio session, wear a heart rate monitor, something that's accustomed to you. Your body has your metrics in it. If you're just getting on a machine, just getting on a spin bike, a treadmill, an elliptical, an arc, anything, and going off of what that is telling you caloric burn, it's just not true. But also, it kind of just doesn't fucking matter, right? Because cardio should not be there to burn calories. Cardio should be there because it is something that you enjoy doing because, yes, it is possible to enjoy cardio. If you have to drag yourself through every single cardio session, don't do it. Just stop doing it. It's not that important. And cardio is there 
because you're a healthy person who has healthy habits and wants to feel amazing in their healthy body and doing cardio is part of a complete fitness routine. Just like I said, you know, Pilates fits in to a fitness routine. Cardio absolutely does. It is so great for your cardiac. (laughs) See that? Your cardiac health. It's very, very important. The problem with cardio is when we become reliant on it because our bodies, see, our bodies are amazing. Our bodies are incredible, wonderful, adaptable machines. And just like when you eat less and less and less, your body learns to subside off of less and less and less, that's what happens with cardio. The more cardio you do, the better your body gets at doing it because our bodies are fucking cool like that. I'm going to plug strength training again. That's why strength training is baller and so important because strength training, as soon as you're strong enough to lift a weight, guess what? You can just go heavier. There's always going to be a challenge. Your body always has to respond to a new challenge, which is why strength training as a whole is a better metabolic mover because it is always challenging you consistently, right? There's there's no ceiling on what you can do. Where cardio, you're just going to get better at running. You're going to get better at sitting on the spin bike. Your body is going to become more adapt to it. And so, yeah, you might in the beginning only get, let's say, on a spin bike like you're getting 12 miles in a 30-minute session on a spin bike and then, you know, you do it for six months and you're getting 16 miles. We can say that's improvement. It is distance-wise. You're doing it more. But are you burning more calories? No, you're, you're not. Your body has just become better adapt at using its glycogen spores, at, you know, using the oxygen that's available to it and is allowing you to do a little more. And so just like if you're relying on a low-calorie diet, you just have to keep eating less and less and less to continue to see the same progress. If you're relying on cardio to cause or maintain your weight loss, you're just going to have to keep doing more and more and more because your body is going to get used to it. I am never going to tell anybody not to do cardio. I think cardio is an amazing tool for your mental health. Again, it's really important for your physical health, but your mental health. I talk to God when I do cardio, and I know that can sound a little weird, but I don't care because it's the truth. When I am doing cardio, it is when I get my downloads. It's when I clear my energy. It is when I can set my intentions. I get really, really wonderful ideas. I like to listen to uplifting podcasts. I like to listen to uplifting music. It's a really great spiritual time for me. Am I saying that's what you should do? No, but I also think you should try it on because it's pretty fucking amazing. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, there's room for it, right? There is room for cardio in your fitness regimen and it is wonderful and it can be amazing. And depending on where you're at your cycle, you know, what phase you're in, follicular, luteal, you're going to have different stages where your body is more adapt and better equipped to do cardio versus strength training. But that's a whole different podcast. Let me know if you want to get into it because we could geek out over female hormones majorly in a podcast topic, but I can't even go there right now because then I know right now we're probably at around like 17 minutes. That would take us to a solid 35 and that's just too much. (laughs) But anyway, cardio for fat loss only? No. Do cardio for pleasure. Do cardio for fun. Do cardio because you enjoy it. Do cardio because of the great endorphins. Do cardio because you love to lace up your shoes and go on a run. Do cardio because you talk to God. Do cardio because it clears your energy. Do cardio for any number of reasons, but do not do cardio to burn calories because if the only reason you are doing cardio is to burn calories, 
You're doing it wrong. It is not helpful to you. It is not saving you. It is not, it is going to create a really toxic relationship with fitness and with exercise as a whole. So just stop it and just take a break and instead walk your happy little pretty ass to the weight room and pick up a dumbbell and do something there instead. Lastly, drop the idea that change is going to happen overnight. There is no such thing as instant results. I am fully fine with people doing, you know, programs and challenges and in boot camps and things like that. Again, exercise should be fun. Exercise should be enjoyment. If there's something you want to do, do it. My gym routinely runs 21-day things. I do not call them fat-burning 21-day challenges. I call them jump starts for a reason because they are jump-starting your habits. They are not going to give you everything that you're looking for in three weeks. They are going to get you started. Like, right? I could, believe me, sometimes I hate myself for being so honest in our marketing because I could make a lot more money if I was just trolling people the way some gyms do. I'm not okay with that at all. So, you know, back to what I'm getting at. These three-week, 30-day challenges, they've just lied to us and told us that we can see change overnight when it comes to our bodies. And that's just not true. Change takes time. So I want to leave you with not a depressing note, but with a realistic note. The body you are in right now took you years to get. It's not going to take you years to get out of it, but it's going to take you at least a year. And that's okay because guess what? You have nothing but time, nothing but time. And so if you are starting or have just started or start and quit or start and quit multiple times, I get it. I've been there. I've done it. Don't stop again. Just because you're not seeing what you want to see instantly doesn't mean it's not happening. For most people, and and why, you know, my gym typically does three weeks is because on that third week, it's just when you're getting in the habit, right? That is just the tip of the iceberg of like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. This is something I can show up for myself. And so three weeks is the habit. Six weeks, you are going to start seeing changes in the mirror. I'm not saying they're going to be huge, but you're going to start going, okay, yeah, this is, something's happening here. Three months, that's usually when other people see it. And in that can instantly people are like, three months, this can take me three months. Again, how long did it take you to get in your body? More than three months. So relax, like sink into the process. Six months, six months, that's the time where you're going, okay, this is really fucking cool. I am onto something here. And then a year, a year, you're a completely different person. You are in a different reality. I'm not going to say that you're in a totally different body because who knows what is going on with your body, but your habits, your behaviors, the way you treat yourself, the way you show up for yourself, those are totally different. And I guarantee you, if you stick with a process that you enjoy and lift, because lifting is going to get you the body you want and it's going to help you feel your best and live your best, I cannot express that enough. If you stick with it for a year, if you commit to 12 months of really leaning into a fitness routine, you are going to love where you're at at the end of that. And so don't be disillusioned that things aren't happening overnight. You have nothing but time. And if you're feeling like progress isn't happening quick enough, I want you to kind of call your bullshit and I want you to remind yourself that what is going to happen if you quit right now? Where are you going to be this time in the year if you quit? You're going to be in the same situation, maybe worse. Versus if you suck it up, if you say, okay, it's not happening on my timeline, that's all right. Like I'm, what do I control besides your behaviors, besides how you show up for yourself? Again, whole different podcast topic. But 
You know, you say, I'm just going to focus on what I can control. I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to continue to show up for myself and I'm going to go from there. Where are you going to be if in a year if you do that? What is going to give you the reality you want to live in? Quitting is never an option. Quitting is never going to bring you to where you want to be. And so focus on what you can control. Focus on your behaviors. Focus on how you speak to yourself. Focus on how you show up for yourself. Focus on the things that you are willing to do for yourself. Focus on making yourself uncomfortable for the betterment of your growth. Give yourself that gift. I promise you're worth it. And if you need help, I'm your girl. (laughs) Hit me up. Let's get on a call. Let's schedule it away. That's what I do. Let's figure out a process for you because you have nothing but time. So you might as well make sure that time is working in your favor. So I'm going to tie it up here. I will be back. Look at me. I went weeks remembering to turn off my notifications. And here we are again. So I apologize for that. Anyway, next week we are going to be talking about releasing what we cannot control. And then we're moving into November. Can you believe it? So yeah, anyway, you know where to find me. If you haven't, please rate and review this podcast. It would mean the world to me. And I hope I can connect with you soon. I'll see you later.